All right, we are live Monday, October 25th. I am Adam Martin. He is Mr. Big Marcel Dorf, and this is the MMA OB Daily Podcast. How's it going, Marcel? How's everything with you, man? Everything is good, man. Happy to be back. Um, yeah, what else can I say, man? Always good to talk some MMA with you. Some some great um, good card last week. You know, good cards, I have to say. And uh, some fun ones coming up this week, midweek. Uh, lots of fun to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk probably about that tomorrow, what's coming up. But uh, we have a lot to recap. So, uh, yeah. Look we got a lot to talk about. I mean, this today and tomorrow are going to be busy podcasts. I'll just say that right now. So, today yeah. we'll recap UFC, Bellator contender series from last week um and then tomorrow and we'll do that 4 p.m eastern tomorrow i think marcel like you're good for the regular time right for tomorrow you're good yeah yeah, yeah okay sure. good so tomorrow's 4 p.m eastern again we'll, we'll preview ufc uh 267 um and also we'll talk about contender series and we will talk about pfl which i put a tweet out this morning marcel when i woke up because i'm like i'm like pfl's on wednesday like no one's talking about it right so i, I tweeted it out I think I surprised a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people knew it was this Wednesday. It's like the promotion is just non-existent, basically, Marcel. Like, it's creeping up on us. Anyways, I'm looking forward to that card. We'll talk about it tomorrow. I personally think that it would have been great if they did that, for example, November 27. No UFC event then. Would be on a Saturday. Would be perfect. And now it's a midweek. It's I, yeah. listen, I have today. I, I took the day off the day after, so I can watch. But I think many people can't watch here in Europe because the main card pretty much starts at I think two two a.m. over here. So it's yeah. like yeah, you know. I'm not. I was surprised. I was writing the article up um, for the opening odds. I was surprised when I when I wrote it was Wednesday. You know that's why I tweeted it today. I'm like, damn, this thing's in two days. Like the weigh-ins are tomorrow. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like yeah. it's it's coming up here. Six guys are getting to make a million dollars. Everyone talks about fighter pays so shit in MMA. Now we got million dollar paychecks coming. No one's talking about it. So it's like, it's just kind of weird how everyone's always complaining about the fighter pay. Then we have, you know, an approach that's actually paying guys, but they're doing a terrible job of promoting that too. So it's, it goes both ways more. So I just, PFL is a good promotion with, uh, like it's a good promotion, but that has bad promotion, if that makes any sense. Like I think they are a very good MMA promotion, but they don't really promote their product very well. Because I think they are a good, good uh, promotion. Anyways, let's talk about UFC Vegas. Let's go through that card, guys. We'll, we'll recap it, and we'll get your thoughts on that. And Marcel, we'll start with the main event here. I want to give a shout-out to my boy, Kevin Scott, from the podcast. Good friend of the podcast here, Marcel. He sent me a message. I think it was like – I can't remember what fight it was after. I think the Dwight Grant fight yeah. with Ternaldo where the point was taken. And he sent me a message saying uh, – he's like, I'm going to put five bucks on this uh, on this bet that Jason Herzog's going to take a point in the main event. Of course he did. So the – my boy Kevin, who's maybe in the chat today, I don't know. He won like I can't remember it was plus twenty five hundred odds on on five bucks. So nice. damn good, you know what I mean? They don't have those kind of props uh, at the books that I have. There's Kevin. Here he is. Hey Kevin, Jason Herzog for the win. But it's 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 something to consider in the future. You know what I mean? Especially with the refs taking more points now. They're they're more they're more um, refs are they're they don't want as much bullshit anymore as far as like warnings go. They're, they're just like, we're taking points now. I think Chris Tarnioni took one quickly and Jason Herbert did. So let's talk about the fight. We all know what happened, guys. Obviously, it took place at 205, not 185. Costa was not going to make weight. So the original uh, news was it was 20% of the fine. 30% was the actual fine, Marcel, which makes more sense to me, actually. I thought 30%. It still should be more, quite frankly. It probably should have been 50%, let's be honest here. But, you know, 30% is, is, is something. And Marvin didn't have to cut the weight himself, too. So... He ends up winning the fight. He gets a fifty thousand dollars bonus for into the night. This was this was easily the fight of the night, but stupid Costa missed weight, so you can't win a bonus when that happens. Easily fight of the night. It was an amazing fight. 
one of the better fights of the year, I think. I, I thought this was a really good fight. Like, both guys were just super durable. And I do think it's worth talking about, Marcel, just the fact that they went up a weight class and, and were able to absorb so much damage. Because I think that – I don't think it, – it's not even that I think. It's just proof proven that, you know, the more weight you cut, the less durable your chin, your chin is because you're, you're draining water from your brain and stuff too. So I do think that there's something to be said about that. Overall, I thought it was a great fight. I definitely thought that Vittori won the fight, which he did on the judges' scorecards. 48-46 with the point deduction and uh, Costa won, I think, round two and five, I want to say. It was a great fight. You know, Vittori, though, to me, this guy is – he's a great fighter, man. And again, Marcel, I wrote this. He's fought 100 minutes in the octagon in the last year. That is so fucking crazy. Like, I'm wondering if anyone else has ever did that. I really don't know if anyone else has, Marcel. Like, what fighter do you think of that's fought four five-minute, five-round fights in the span of one year? I can't think of anyone, to be honest with you. Like, I, not even a champion. So – what Marvin's doing, guys, is pretty amazing. I mean, the guy's a really good fighter. I think he's really starting to get some respect now, obviously, from the fans. He's a decent-sized favorite at the end. I close after all the weight uh, mishaps. He looked great. I don't know where this puts him at one. If it changes his position at 185, I, I, mean, I guess he would take Costa's spot, but it was a 205-pound fight. So, anyways, I, I thought the guy looked amazing, and I'm curious to see what's next for both these guys. I want to hear your thoughts on the fight, man. Your mute on. you mute. Oh God! I mean, this is the second time in a row. I'm so sorry. It's okay, don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was a great fight. You know, it was a fight of the night. I think there would be more uh, contenders for fight of the night on that card. There were some really good fights on there, but uh, yeah, I mean, um, I'm honestly, as a neutral, I'm neutral on this fight. I'm happy for Tory won because I think uh, he dealt with a lot during fight week, yeah. and um, I mean. He won that fight, and Costa even trying to say like, "I won the fight." Let's shut the fuck up, dude. You already did enough, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but he, I kind of give him. He didn't look good in that fight. He didn't look bad at all, you know. I think uh, some people were like, and I had something as well, like maybe Costa wants to wants to leave the UFC or whatever. But he didn't fought like that. He fought like he wanted to win the fight. So I mean, um, it, w- it was a good fight and a deserved win for Victoria. I also had the 48 46 exactly the same round two and round five for Costa. Yeah, and the point deduction make. 48 46 and even without the point deduction Vittori would have won so yep um, now what was the thing with the dc i gotta i gotta ask your thoughts on this because so coordinate comes out now he says that the reason Herzog took a point is because he's biased towards costa dude those weight miss and just being a dick all week i don't agree with that at all and actually i think it's a little dangerous that he said that to be honest with you like this is a ufc commentator coming out saying that remember the last time this happened with dan hardy and he's freaking out at herb dean dana white scolded him and eventually they fired him I don't know if they'll fire DC. Obviously, I don't think they're going to, but I would imagine that UFC will have a conversation with them. Like, they don't like when the when the analysts criticize the refs. I don't know if you've noticed that, Marcel. They don't like when they do this. So he's basically accusing the guy of taking a point and being biased towards a certain fighter. That's not really something you could just go and say. So I, I don't agree with that. Turns out one of the best guys in the business. Tristan it's says so- he... He loves Martin's cardio, too. Me, too. It's a super unprofessional thing to say about DC because... And- Man, DC is known for his bad takes lately, man. I, just, I mean, I, I I told you this two years ago. I rather see DC fighting than DC talking. You know? Yeah. So, the guys. Uh, I mean, I don't know what to say. I, I I don't know what to say about DC. I mean, I think he was one of the best fighters of all time. I I think I met him in person. He was a great guy. I can see why everyone likes him. He's a very very nice guy. But. I don't necessarily love his commentary during the fights, man. His Same. analysis, like it's being completely honest with you. I'm not saying he's bad, but I do think there's, I think Bisping's better, and I think the Felder's better. That's the honest. Listen, truth. man. I mean, you can be a nice person, but suck at what you do. You know. I don't think I, he sucks I, at it or so, but I, I don't no, think I he takes his job but... seriously. I don't think he no, takes no. his job as seriously as you should. That's what I I'm just saying. mean. 
in general, you know, you can be a nice person but still be bad at what you do. I don't say he's bad, but I just I agree. An example. Hey, John, what's up, man? He says a bad take from DC. Herzog unfortunately rules other refs choose not to. Yeah, but I agree completely with that. Great point, John. I agree. Kevin Scott, was there any Herzog DC issues in his fights? I want to. I, I don't know I if I could even. Herzog after uh, ref. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know how I'd find that out quickly because MMA decisions is just the. The judges, right? I'm not sure how you'd find the ref. You'd have to go to Tapology. Well, Let's go to Tapology and take a look. Let's try to see if there was a fight because maybe he's kicked off about something. The I'm just surprised he said it, though. Gotta be honest with you. Which, which fight, Marcel? Which one was just it? Just Tapology, go to DC and then show details. Then you can see everything. All right, let's look for the fight, guys. Let's do this here. By the way, I want to just pull this up quickly um, because I want to give this guy some respect because he deserves it. Let's pull this up here while I look for that. There it is. Let's take a look at his record. This is Marvin Vittori's UFC record. Give me your thoughts on this record, Marcel. It's 11-3-1. and one. Good. It's great, man. He he only lost twice to Israel Adesanya, won a split decision, and to Antonio Carlos Jr. back when Marvin was still in his younger days in the UFC. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and uh, Antonio Carlos Jr. was actually decent at that moment in the UFC. I agree. So, I mean, he, he got three losses, which are in bad, and he got some good wins, man. Paulo Costa, Jack Hermanson. Um, I think Cesar Ferreira back then was a good win, you know? Uh, Kevin Holland. So, he got some good wins. I think he de debuted against Alberto Uda, right? So, yep. Yeah, he got some good wins, man. Okay, so I'm looking at DC's, uh, the, the referees for his fights, guys. So far, I haven't come up with Jason Herzog. I've come up with like at least 10 Herb Deans, who's ref almost every one of his fights. You talk about a ref with some bias. <laughs> um, I don't see Jason yet, but I'm going to go down because maybe early in his career in like Strike Force when he did California, maybe. Greg Franklin ref one of his fights, Rich Franklin's brother. I can't find anything. Marcel didn't find anything. I don't see anything. So yeah. no idea where that came from, guys, but you know, it's kind of weird. All right, let me get these questions. Um, Question for uh, his from Marcus. Hey, Marcus, what's up, man? He said, question for Adam Marcel. Just logged in. If cost did not conducted at one point, would it have made a decision on your scorecard? Oh, we just talked about that, Marcus. We still thought he won the fight three to two, um, plus the deduction. So, you know, you see the difference. I don't think you can give Costa three rounds on a fight to make it a draw. I don't think you can. I think the most you can give him is two rounds, which I think is fine. Two and five. Yeah. Matthew Neville, great show as always, guys. Keep up great work. Hey, man, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Kevin Scott, I guess DC issues might be related to any of his teammates. Yeah, that's true, too. I'm wondering if he did that fight with uh, Bulgoy Ivanov and was it Sakai when he freaked out? Remember that fence grab and yeah. he jumped off off his off the off the, the desk. It was like, hey, you gotta take a point from the guy. It's like, dude, it's like you're the analyst. Like mm -hmm. again, guys, Dana White doesn't like when the analysts interfere with the fights. You saw well, what happened with, with Dan Hardy. You got that's fired. That's gonna happen when you have guys who are teammates or or whatever from the guys fighting and they see something which is not good you know yeah and some guys like a paul felder can really keep himself from doing that sometimes it's like i'm not even going to commentate right here and i rather have that you know people yeah. say that's that's not professional but i rather have that somebody saying i'm not going to commentate because i know i'm going to be biased you know yeah. that's somebody who's going to sit there and be super listen Dominic Cruz is always super biased for his Alliance MMA teammates, man. All also when when he uh, commented Angela Hill, Jessica Penne, uh, he also the same thing. Always very biased, yeah. you know. And you have to really hear through that to not get into it, you know. As sometimes when I know a fighter is fighting and it's from the same team who's commentating, I'm pretty much mute the, the commentating because I just don't want to get sucked into their biasness or whatever you say it. So. That might agree with that. All right. Um, anything else in the main event? Oh, let's get this last comment. Actually, it's about the next fight. We'll talk about that fight in a second. 
TM Mock was saying Grant Dawson was originally booked to fight a rank guy. The result of the fight cost him rank guy next. Was he f- supposed to fight? Who's it? Yeah. Uh, Ferreira, Ferreira, right? Diego Ferreira. Yeah. Well, that's a really good question. We're going to talk about the fight. I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about with, with uh, Vittori? Should we just move on? Because I think. I think no, let, let's move on. Let's move on because we have a lot of fights to talk about. Okay. So this fight, there's a lot to talk about this fight. So, I mean, it was a good fight, too. You know, Grant Dawson looked really good those first two rounds and then gassed out really hard in that last round. It yeah. actually reminded me of Andrew Sanchez last week with Bruno Silva, except he didn't get finished. But he was, man, if that fight, you know, if there was another round, he probably would have been finished in that fourth round. I'll be honest with you, Marcel, I was disappointed by the performance. I got to be honest with you. I didn't think he gassed out that bad. And he almost got finished by Rick Glenn. Ricky Glenn as a huge favorite. He was the biggest favorite of the card. So, mm-hmm. bit disappointing. I still think Grant Dawson's a good fighter. But, you know, guys, like, you know, James Cross is a good coach and everything. But I still feel like sometimes everyone just blindly is like, oh, James Cross's guys are going to win. Like, they, they went 1-1-1 one, one, and one on this card. They didn't go 3-0. They went 1-1-1. One, one, one. So, just because the guy's coached by Cross doesn't mean it's an automatic win. I'll just say that right now. He's still a good coach, don't be wrong. But it's not an auto win like some people think it is. And this was an example. Like, Ricky Glenn's a very underrated guy, and Marcel made it a very close fight. You know, I think that the problem with me with the scorecard is I think you could have given 10-8 to Dawson in the first or second round, and then you give it to Glenn because probably because he pointed at him and was like, hey, he can't get up. He, he can't get up. He's out. Like, he's screwing at him at the end. It was smart on Ricky Glenn's part. I've never really seen a guy do that, pull out the body language and uh, tell the judges about it. I've never seen that. It was smart. I think it might have got him a 10 8 round. I don't I don't have a problem with a 10 8 round there, guys, I'll be honest. But it's just that I thought um Dawson could have got 10 8 in like the first or second. So that's the only issue I have with it. I'm, I'm fine with the scorecard as far as who he gets next. I'd imagine, you know, CM Hawk, that he'd probably get a step back in competition, quite frankly. Um, I don't think he'll get a top 15 guy now after this, Marcel, because he didn't win the fight, you know, Marcel. Give me your thoughts. What do you think? I fully agree with you that Dawson could have got a 10-8 round as well in one or, or round one or two, so, you know. So it's like uh, I don't think some people say he was out. Dawson, I don't think he was out at all. I think he was just uh, almost out and very, very tired. You know, that's what I think. So, um, I mean, I, why not run it back? Why not do – listen, man, Ricky Glenn took the fight on short notice. You know, Dawson uh, – Actually, he was training for Ferreira, but he also uh, got another opponent in Glenn, you know, which is a different, much more different fight than Carlos Diego Ferreira, in my opinion. Do it again, you know, let them fight again. Why not? Wasn't a bad fight at all, in my opinion. And uh, just do another three rounder and give them a full preparation, full camp, and let's see who's the better. You could definitely could. Uh, Kristen says, Do you guys think Dawson should have lost similar to Valshley Simone? Looked like he was half out. No. He definitely wasn't out, in my opinion. I don't think he was out, you know? The Valles Philly was also not out, in my opinion, so... And that, that was, it's a fucked up fight, because they called the yeah. TKO. <laughs> yeah, That's can, 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 he was out 50 seconds before, before when he, he slammed his head yeah. on the ground, when right? He his, yeah. Yes, yes. But they I didn't call that. it at that moment, you know? So, I know, that was a weird, weird thing. I, I'm glad they didn't call it a TKO. I'll yeah. just say that right now. I don't think that would have been the right, correct call. But I do think just because he pointed out, hey, this guy can't even stand up, that probably got him the extra... Point and on the scorecard. Would, uh, it was very really smart. bad if that's if that's the case. But I agree, yeah, also, but these judges they're really bad usually. That's yeah, that's <laughs> so, usually really bad. I mean, it's not surprising. All right, next fight. I mean, the judging wasn't very difficult for this fight. Let's be honest. Yeah. This fight was a, a snore though, and I know you're a big fan of Justin Clark, and I bet on her in this fight, and I was glad to win my bet, but it, it was an awful fight to watch. He threw new ground and pound at all, Marcel. It was awful. Mm-hmm. Like, why not throw any ground and pound? Why just control? Why lay and pray? It was mm-hmm. laying prey. Let's be honest. It was. Uh, I'm a fan of her, how she interacts with fans, her persona, her interviews are very fun. Fights, 
sometimes, sometimes not. And this was a really safe fight she fought yeah. here, man. You know, she she just hold on for three rounds, round yeah. 30, 27. And, you know, sometimes if you don't see another way to win, maybe that's a way to win, you know, and you got the W, but it wasn't yeah. very uh, entertaining. And she said it herself as well later on Instagram and Twitter. She apologized. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she don't have to apologize, I but that. I mean, it, it wasn't really entertaining, and that's true. And, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it happens. I don't think she has to apologize. I'm kind of glad she did, though, because I'm, I'm glad that she was aware that the fight sucked. She wasn't unaware, yeah. you know what I mean? Johnny yeah. Walker came out, he spoke to Glaren Cruz. He's bashing the fans of the fight, saying, you know, if you criticize my fight, you're probably sitting on the ground or on your couch drinking uh, beer during my fight. That fight sucked. The fight with Johnny Walker <laughs> and Tiago Santos sucked. I wasn't even drunk and it sucked. I wish I was drunk because it probably would have been a little bit more entertaining. I was completely sober during that fight. That fight stunk, Marcel. But those guys aren't even aware how bad the fight was. Like, since that fight, both those guys have come on social media and, like, basically said, hey, the fans are wrong and people who said this don't understand fighting and don't respect fighting. We just want to see people go, like, try to actually fight. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, the UFC pays these fighters to fight. They don't pay them to spar. That's the thing. Like, and sometimes these fights are sparring sessions or just you know, grappling. This looks like a, a beginner BJJ class. I got to be honest with you. You look like the first day class in BJ. I said to a fighter, like, it kind of looked like a sparring session. And that fighter was actually upset when I said that. He's like, my sparrings are even harder than that fight. <laughs> so Dude, it's, like, even, it's true. It literally yeah. is true. In that fight, again, I still think there was too much respect from those guys. Let me get this. Tim uh, Hawk is Gamrod fighting Ferreira next. Have you heard about that? I mean, I'd love to see that. I'm wondering fight. who Gamrod I'm a huge Gamrod fan. I, we both love him on this podcast, yeah. let's be honest. And I know CM Hawk likes him too. Why was Jesse just fighting the main card? Because Jess is a good looking girl and popular. That's why. She's but, long, but the fight was, was shit. I mean, it was super boring, let's be honest. Thought it was a technical submission. They called it a TKO, bro, which is super weird. Um, it's it, right, Marcel. It's tech. I think it was TKO. Yeah, I, maybe maybe they did. They overturned it. In I gotta check. Else Let me later, check UFC stats. But they called it be... a TKO at the at the spot. Yeah, Let me check it right now. TKO. Yeah, it's a TKO. Look at this. Round, TKO round three, from, five, from technical submission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Literally makes no sense. This is this. also stupid because this will be forever the latest stoppage in the third round in the UFC because it's called it at round three five zero. Which I didn't even think once the fight was over they could do that. But again, you <laughs> can't be saved by the bell apparently in the third round. So. Either way, you're right if they didn't top. All right. And Cry ever give yellow fighters to fighters on yellow cards to fighters on top. I'm pretty sure they did. I can I can remember that happening, right, Marcel? Like Lane Prayers and Pride, they hated it. I'd have to go back and watch the fights. And activity, um, I think. Yeah, yeah they would both get it. Were, in activity. They hated yellow they gave card. It to both. They I gave loved it. To it. Both. Hey, hey, you gotta get starting fighting. I loved it, man. Take away 10% of their purse. That's the problem. You're taking away their money, which I mean, they, they better don't do that in the UFC because That's Dana would encourage to give yellow cards uh, all the all the same damn, <laughs> damn time, man. You know. Let me get this moment. Adolf says, "Did you watch KSW? If yes, what do you think about Bannon went champ and uh, another officer importance? How far can you go in UFC? Didn't get a chance to watch. I love Marcel's take. We'll, we'll go good, back man. to UFC, but give me your thoughts on KSW. I didn't see it. Yeah, he's so. good. I still don't know how to really announce his name, Prisbis or something. But the uh, guy is good, man. He looked good against uh, Sant well, Santos, was the guy. And uh, yeah, he, he looked good. He's he's a guy I really have my eyes on. But same for uh, Soldage against uh, Kalidov next or in two months. And uh, yeah. Parnas against, uh, what's his name? The guy who defeated him. I, I forgot his name, but he, he did a great job in the first fight. And that's a rematch. So I'm really looking forward to those two I'm fights. I'm just looking at the card right now. So so Sir Sebastian uh, Prisbis, like, I don't know yeah. if I pronounced it, nine and two. And I think the guy looks like a decent fighter, right? Like he's the champ, right? In this promotion, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, Bantamweight champ. So Bruno Santos. That's not the UFC guy, though. That's like another Bruno Santos. Okay. 
Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch it, man. There's so much fights going on on the weekend. I didn't get a chance. But I did see the uh, the knockout in the main event, obviously, with Puds knocking out Bombardier. That was awesome. According to Mark Manov's manager, his next fight's against another welterweight to start with two finish wins. I guess it's Carlton Harris. Hey, that's a great fight if that's the case. I'd love to see that fight. I do feel like those both those guys are kind of, you know, they should be on different paths. But Carlton's a 34, I want to say. So they're not going to give him give me fights. He's 34. All right, Daniel let's go back Torres. to Pardon? That's the name, Daniel Torres. Daniel Torres. Okay. There we go. All right, let's get back to the UFC card here. Uh, Alex Caceres with the upset over Sung Wee Cho. Yeah, I mean, listen, like, Choi won that first round. He dropped him, and then he was an idiot, and he needed him on the ground. It was really stupid, and I uh, was there a point? Yeah, there was a point deduction, I, which I'm fine with. I'm fine with the point deduction, by the way. I kind of disagree with this one, and I'll tell you why. why. He, not, he needed I, him on the head on the ground, Marcel. Yeah, I had the feeling, the, and I say the feeling that he wanted to hit him in the chest. That is what my feeling was, you know, and that he didn't want to knee him in the in the head. But yeah, okay, he took the risk. Yeah. I mean, might get the point for it, but I was like, hmm, you know, but I was just happy that Caceres didn't pull Aljo, you know, and that he uh, continued. So I was that's happy. true. Yeah, that was awesome that he kept fighting through it. Uh, so let's talk about the, how the fight played out. I mean, Troy was winning, dropped him, and I don't really want to say gas really. It's just that Caceres kind of got his back in a weird spot, took his back and tapped him out. It was really impressive, actually. Uh, you know, this guy is a guy, Alex Caceres, that I, I, guys, I just can't get his fights right. He's just such a trick. <laughs> I can't pick his fights right. Like, he's just such a weird fighter to, to predict his fights. And, you know, this fight was a fight he was losing. He comes back and submits a guy in Choi who's on the rise. That's impressive. And, you know, Marcel, I think it probably gets him a top 15 opponent, if I had to guess. You know, he's 33 years old. He's on a five-fight win streak. I'd imagine he gets a top 15 guy. It's possible, man. Why not? I mean, he he kind of deserves it right now. So uh, see him hung this fight, Melsic and Caceres. Melsic is at oh yeah, they're both at one forty five. Um, Laramie's out. Laramie's sick. Yeah, uh, he has an infection or something. I'm gonna say they could do that fight, but I don't know if they'll do it. I mean, Caceres, I feel like he's gonna get a rank guy. That's my that's my that's my. Also, he took he took damage in this fight. That's the other thing. Uh, he didn't get in, get away scot free. Took damage in the fight. He got knocked down. He got um, yeah. in the head. <laughs> He's probably gonna take a few months off. I had to guess. All right, let's go to this fight. I want to hear your thoughts on this one because this one honestly this sucked for me because I did bet on Grant as an underdog and I'm not saying he won the fight because I don't think he did, but I thought it was a draw. I definitely thought he won at least one of the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. One of the, it's just a weird scorecards. One of the judges gave him the first two rounds, gave him basically a, a clean sweep. The other judges thought Francisco Torrella won all three rounds minus the point deduction. He still won the fight. Um, split draw a split decision or so very bizarre one but i i, I thought it was a draw I, I thought grant grant uh won the second round i thought first round should all the second round grant 10 eight, or nine nine the third round with the point deduction what do you think you gotta be that honest here i only saw the third round because the it was, was it wasn't fighting. a good fight you didn't miss much on this one I mean, it, you didn't miss much it's just i, I, I thought the, grant he dropped Toronto at one point in the second round and and i think that was enough to steal it but I, was, the go- I mean, the goat was fighting, man. You know, I, I had to switch. No, I okay, yeah. Sorry, we'll talk about Beltor in a few minutes. I remember <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. Let's go through the rest of the card. Nikolai Negamariano defeats Ikefield Nueva. I mean, no surprise there. You think they cut Ike or something? One in four, four knockout losses. I think that's it for this guy. He's I cut. think they should have been to the instant replay and watch what happened. Actually, that's With what the uh, back of the headshots. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, this is the, so so many times this happened, and now you got you got fucking instant replay. Use it, yep, you know. Yep. I and saw your tweet. You were upset. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was upset because they, listen, if they use it and they say still it's okay, it's okay. I have no problem with it. But you have a fighter there who clearly says I got I got hit on the back of the head, and it was not one time; it was multiple times. You know, yeah. go watch it 
get get a decision, you know, and come back. You could do it with Holland against Dawkins. You can do it right there. That's well. what I'm saying. That's why I'm, I'm so angry about that situation because it's so inconsistent. That's why I yeah. was so pissed a few weeks ago when we talked about that. I remember how upset I was. I really was just because, again, you see this and why not go to replay in this? Because it yeah. should look like it was back of the head to me, but it is what it is. All right, let's get the comments. Think you'll see you keep being Alex on rate guys. Think they might. They don't seem to like really appreciate that much. I just think when you get five wins, you submit Troy and you get the bonus. That that shows that they probably at least finally uh, appreciate it a little bit more. Adolf says uh, Prismis to definitely uh, defeats DeSantos is great. BJV inverted triangle choke. I'd like to see in the UFC. That'd be interesting. Thoughts on Fader's uh, Dana White's Fader. Uh, a couple of you guys, DC's comments about Fader. Fader again. DC's comments about Fader were stupid too, and he was saying like. <laughs> Fedor wasn't that good, basically. Like, come on. That's story. It's always easy to say guys aren't that good when the careers are over. Also, you know, Fedor started a lot younger. He fought for a lot longer. Like, he's still – DC's not as old as Fedor is, and Fedor's still fighting. DC's been retired for a year, right? So, I like – again, I like DC, but he's got such a big mouth sometimes, right? So, doesn't he? Like, this freaking guy, man. Like, they didn't even fight. And honestly, I don't know if Fedor would – or DC would have won that fight when they, if they fought 10 years ago. Who knows? Because – as good as DC was, he was still super green in MMA, guys. Like just because he knocked out uh, Bigfoot and went uh, and uh, had the fight with Barnett doesn't mean he would have beat Fedor at that point. So this is what it is. All right. Uh, let's go to the prelims. Fight of the night. Marcel Greg Rodriguez defeats Young Young Park via Sekiro TKO. Amazing. Uh, sorry, it was a KO, actually, the uppercut. Amazing fight. Uh, great fight. And uh, your boy, Barack Obama, a.k.a. Robocop, a.k.a. Greg Rodriguez, gets the win here. It was an awesome fight. I, I really enjoyed this one. And uh, Rodriguez is, is quite good, man. I got to be honest. I think this guy's very good. But he does seem to have a bit of a chin issue from what I've seen. Keeps his chin in the air. And I think a good striker will, will clip him. But a guy like Parker doesn't have power. That's a good matchup for him, obviously. And he gets the win. So your thoughts on this fight? I mean, a former president should walk with the chin in, this, in the air, you know. Uh, Rob Obama. Yeah, I mean... He looked good, you know, and also I think Park looked good as well. You know, it was a fun yeah, fight. Yeah, it was a competitive and fight. Yeah, man, the Iron Turtle. I mean, that's pretty fitting, you know. The dude is almost not. <laughs> he got an Iron Chin. He, he got out. I mean, everybody would have been uh, would have been gone after those uh, punches from Rodriguez. They were very hard. Um, for me, I wouldn't. Uh, they picked this as fight of the night. My fight of the night was before that one. I would have given Rodriguez. The performance yeah. um, he was definitely getting a bonus i'll say that you know? yeah for sure. i think it what it comes down to is either you give vittori pasta the fight of the night and you just give 100 grand to vittori or you give 50k to park that, I mean, that's kind of what it came down to they could have given an extra bonus i mean they should yeah. they kept the bonus in their pocket with the co-main event right so that's true i agree with that completely they didn't have to pay grant dawson or ricky Glenn their, their win bonus and that's the thing that's what i hate about draws like the ufc just keeps their money and they love it they're like okay we had the fight the fight went on you know we get to keep the Win bonus. Yeah. Now you talk about fight of the nights. I mean, this could be a fight of the night too. Mason Jones defeats David Onama via United decision. Let's all this fight, guys. This fight was fucking awesome to watch. Great yeah, fight. Now I got some thoughts on this fight. I really like Mason Jones, but the guy takes so much damage that I am worried about this guy going forward. Marcel, I'm very worried about him. He fights a really good striker, like that can defend the takedowns. Like he fights Dan Hooker. That's such a hard fight for him. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Like he won't get him. Like Dan, Dan's top ten. I'm just saying. Like that's the kind of guy that would give him a problem. Because Onama is giving you problems, and Onama is a featherweight, right? Yeah. Here's I my, mean, here's my. I was gonna say, Marcel, just yeah. quickly. I'm almost more impressed by Onama, even though he lost. Because I think this guy has the brighter future in the sport. <laughs> even though Mason did enough to win, he obviously won the fight. 
Give me your thoughts on this one, man. Jones mixed in the takedowns yes. and that won him the fight. Yes. That won him the fight because that was a close fight, man. Definitely from the stand-up game. I mean, Onama looked good, man. And so far on, on, on four days' notice, he fought like one and a half week, two weeks ago. And then he fought at 145. Now at 150. Dude's going to be a problem at 145 yep. for that song, yep. man. He looked very good. And Mason Jones, I mean, we are... He, he it's, it's a risk, you know, got to be honest. It's a risk to take an undefeated guy on four days' notice. You don't know too much about him, but you want to fight. I, I understand that. But still, man, I mean, um, Jones, he did what he had to do. He won the fight. But Onama was pretty impressive, man, for a guy four days' notice. Uh, first Ugandan fighter for, uh, in the UFC. I, I put Ugandese on MMA DNA. People got crazy. It's like, guys, I'm from the Netherlands. Sometimes we say Ugandese here, and that's why I put Ugandese. My apologies. What but is it, Ugandan? Ugandan, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it, it was a very fun fight. For me, it yes. was the fight of the night. But, I mean, it, I, it was great. I hope they got both a little bit extra from the UFC because they deserved it. Yeah, especially um, Onama taking the fight. Yeah. But also Jones, too, because like you said, this is a good point you made up. He also took the fight short notice, right? Because he was supposed to fight Alan Patrick. This is a harder fight, quite frankly. It really was a harder fight. Remember mm-hmm. we talked about the odds earlier this week? We're like, I was like, I think the odds are going to be lower. They actually came out higher. They were yeah, minus yeah, yeah. hundred, And people obviously started betting on Nama, who actually ended up being kind of the value side, but he lost a close decision. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Our, our girl, Tabitha Ricci. Quickly, we'll talk about this one. It wasn't, very, it wasn't the most entertaining fight, but you know she got the job done against Maria Oliveira. I don't even know why Marie Oliver is in the UFC. I'll be honest with you, Marcel. She does. She just looked like she didn't even really belong in there. I'll be honest with you. Um, but Richie looked pretty good. Just quick thoughts on this one. Listen, man. I think Richie is just uh, her. Her grappling is much better than Oliveira. She could oh. take her down. Oliveira couldn't stand up. Striking wise, I think Oliveira wasn't that bad, you know. But she was really hesitant with letting something go. She was really hesitant for the takedown, obviously. Yeah. And those takedowns, got, when she got her down, she couldn't barely could stand up. Or couldn't stand up, so it was a clear win for uh, Tabata Ricci. And uh, yeah, I mean, Tabata Ricci needed that. Uh, she she had that uh, that uh, debut at at flyweight against Manon Fioro. Yeah. And uh, now a good win at one fifteen, you know. So uh, for her, it's a very important win. Yep. And um, for Maria Oliveira, yeah, I'm going. I'm curious who they give her next. Somewhere at the bottom of the division, like Anthony yeah, maybe so, something like that. CM Hawk, Mason Jones versus Har- Dry Herbert next. You could do that fight. It'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richie died for Imanari. Dude, I loved it. I fucking loved it. I was like, holy shit, she did it for the Imanari role. Like, I, I, I was hoping she'd get the submission. I really wanted because for my DraftKings teams. She still did really well, though. She got like 100 points. John said they should add a women's anyway. I honestly was feeling, I was thinking the same thing. Tristan likes uh, Richie. Who doesn't? Come on, let's be honest. John, I was thinking the same thing though about Adam Wheat. Like, because I think Richie is a little small for this division, even though she's strong. And I just wonder, like, as the sport grows, you'd have to imagine that more women will get into it and a lot of women are smaller so i could see it being added in the future i know you you want it added for like the last maybe two years you probably I mean, what, what the hell would you have featherweight when you can have adam weight you know what i mean you can have both you could have and I, I do think there are more women's Dude. featherweights now coming in the sport I, i'll say that marcel there's more but there's more of them really it's better know. to have the division than to make these girls cuddle that weight like asking i, mean, I can't make 135 i'd rather just have the division at 140. Norma Dumont cannot make that weight. You know what I mean? So it's good to have the weight class. That's going to go back to 135. She doesn't want to fight at 145. Yeah, well, because you can't bully them and cheat in the scale. (laughs) All right, let's talk about, uh, well, really quick. This fight was pretty bad. Jamie Pickett defeats Loriano Storopoli. I got to be honest, Marcel, at the very end of the week, I started feeling. Pardon? Last 15 seconds were fun. That's what. Last 15 seconds. But, you know, I had a feeling during the week, like at the end of the week, I was like, man, I think Pickett might win this fight. Like, 
He was such a big underdog. Everyone's kind of overlooking him here. He gets the job done. It was a terrible fight, but Loriano Starpoli had no business being such a big favorite. This guy, he's not very good, Marcel. Two and four, no power whatsoever. He doesn't like to throw strikes. He's not very strong. He's not very fast. I, tell me what's so good. Tell me what's good about Loriano Staropoli. What's good about this guy? Tell me. I don't really know, man. Plus, uh, this boring. I, I mean, this fight. Come on, man. I mean, I was watching it, and I was kind of happy that I could close my eyes for for a little bit of ten minutes. Kinda, it was really it, nothing. Really happened. You know what I mean? There was no advancing. Nothing. I mean, Pickett pretty much won the fight by being better the last 20 seconds you know and it was i think it was i had a one one going into the third that's what and, i had to yeah yeah so and the third round really not great i had picket slightly you know and then the last 15 seconds sealed the deal for him but yeah it wasn't great at all yeah it was a garbage fight all right the next one was really fast common worthy gets ko'd again you know not my best pick here obviously i knew that was a very good chance he'd get knocked out if he didn't get the knockout and that's exactly what happened you know i, I really like comma but the, the chain is just, it's really bad. And it's pretty much just non-existent at this point. And I think he'll probably get released from the UFC, Marcel, because he just can't be in a fight now because the first punch it lands pretty much knocks this guy out, which is really tough when you, he's a talented guy himself, but, you know, just can't mm -hmm. can't stand and bang, whereas Herbert is a little bit more durable, and that was the difference here, really. Gets the win in the first round. Um, you know, I'll say this. Some people thought he should have got a bonus. I would say at this point, the UFC kind of knows that knocking out Kamal Worthy is not the easy, not the hardest thing to do. So I think they've stopped giving the bonus up for doing that, Marcel. I'll say that because they gave one to Ottoman. They didn't give one to Malarkey, and they didn't give one out to uh, Herbert. But yeah, Herbert looked good, gets his first win. Any thoughts um, on the fight? Do you think Worthy gets cut too? I think he probably gets cut. Possible, man. But finally, the Black, the black Country banger came, came through, man, in this third yeah. UFC fight. And uh, I'm happy for him. You know, he's a talented guy. Uh, could didn't show it yet in the UFC. Finally did it. And um, yeah, yep. well, it, it, it was it was good for him. And then let's see where it goes from now because he really needed this win, obviously. Next fight, Jeff Molina knocks out Daniel uh, De Silva in the second round. Great performance by Jeff once again. This guy's very good. 2-0 now in the UFC, Marcel. Um, yeah. You know, in a division where they're, they're always looking for new prospects and contenders, and Jeff Molina stands out at age 24. He's a guy that's going to be in the UFC for a long time, I believe, and he's a very good fighter. You know, that first round was sketchy with that. I think it was an arm bar, I want to say. That was close, man. That was very, very tight. I think it was an arm bar from the Silva, but Molina got out, smashed him, and then finished him. So thoughts on Jeff Molina. I, I like this kid, man. Um, how do we say this in a nice way? How the fuck does he doesn't get an, an bonus, man, this guy? Yeah, you know? he I have. mean, this was an amazing fight. I mean, uh, also, uh, I, I still say Lacerda because I'm I'm used to say Daniel Lacerda, but it's Daniel Da Silva. Uh, I think he fought pretty well. You know, he was he was a very tough guy. We both say probably not going to distance this one. So, um, I mean, it didn't go to distance. Um he could win for Molina, man. Guy is really talented. Also a guy from uh, Gloria MMA and Fitness. Uh, looked good. Uh, looked good in the contender series when he got fought. When he fought, I think Jacob Silva. He looked amazing against Aori Kilang, which was the fight of the night. And now he looked good again, you know. So I'm really looking forward to this. It's kind of a this guy's kind. Of, this guy has kind of an uh, Adrian Yanes feeling on the bantamweight, you know. Also a guy who come from the contender series who looks really good so far in the UFC. And he's at that flyweight. I know Yanes knocks the people out, but you know what I mean. They both have that uh, that uh, new guy coming up feeling that is a, that, that those are hot prospects in the division. So yeah. I'm, uh, I'm really high on Jeff Molina as well. Yeah, well, I like him too. All right, two more fights here. Random Marcos, I mean, she surprised me. I didn't think she'd win. And she pretty much dominated Sousa. Lavinia Sousa now is saying she might retire. 
And then the first fight of the night, Jonathan uh, Martinez. I did pick, predict this upset, Marcel. It was a late notice fight against yeah. Ziad uh, Lajavili. Defeats it by decision, which was definitely the right decision. Any thoughts on those last two fights before we move on? I mean, we got to give credit to Randa Marcos. You know what I mean? We both didn't expect her to win. And she did, finally. After four losses in a row, I think, or five, she finally came through. And uh, very happy for her. You know, she is... Uh, uh, she wanted one last chance, and she got it, and she did well against Livia Souza. I'm really curious what the UFC is going to do with Livia Souza, man. To be honest, I mean, she might get cut at this moment because it didn't look good at all. First fight, Martinez, perfect first uh, first round, uh, stuffed many takedowns. You know, still gave the fight to Lesos really in the first round. Second and third round, clear Martinez, uh, much better. Uh, looked good, could stop the takedown for Lesos Freely, and Lesos Freely had nothing for her on the feet. So yeah, uh, good win for uh, Martinez, man. Yeah. All right. Anything else with UFC guys? Oh, we got the last. We got this comment. Daniel says Karma's chin is one of the worst in my history. <sighs> Gotta be up there. It's not very good. Uh, pick his physique with difference with Lorian may lead towards him. Yeah. Yeah. That no, one for sure. I mean, he was the bigger guy. Lorian shouldn't be fighting at 185. He's clearly a welterweight, but you know he's not yeah. very good in either division. Quite frankly. All right. That's it for this card, Marcel. It's always it's always uh it's always interesting when we do the card. We, we spend all week talking about it, and we move on on Monday. You know, but we have to start moving <laughs> on because. We've had another UFC card, 15 fights tomorrow, or on Saturday. We'll talk about tomorrow. Let's go to Bellator quickly, Mark. So i got to be honest, guys. I didn't watch the uh, card except for the main event. Sorry. Actually, I watched the top two fights, um, or the top three, actually. Yeah. So we'll talk about the main event. I, I liked Fedor in this fight. I liked him here. Um, he was plus 160, which I thought was insane. It was no respect for the guy. He personally handpicked Tim Johnson. He's like, I want to fight this guy. There's a reason he handpicked the fighter, Marcel. Yeah, of he knew he could knock him out. He looked amazing. Fader looked incredible. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, man. I mean, I also picked Fader to win by stoppage, you know. And uh, I got to be really honest. I almost never pick against Fader because me too. I, I That's true Fader, too. You know, so I got to be honest here. But actually, why Fader? I did pick against him in that fight. That's one I, I did. As, I did as well. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but the Metreon fight didn't. I picked uh, Fader. I mean. He looked good, man. And this guy is the number yeah. two ranked Bellator heavyweight. You know, he recently fought for the interim title and Fedor mm -hmm. knocked him out while his teammate, his protege, had needed a decision against, <laughs> the, against the guy. So it's crazy, actually. Um, yeah, he looked good. Um, pretty pretty fast still and with his hands. Nice combinations. And uh, he's really light on his feet, in my opinion, man, for, for a guy his age. You know, it's and crazy. Age yeah. 45, that fast. Yeah. And that, yeah, it's that elusive. Really and I was, by the way, really happy to see uh, Alex Emelianenko posting like congratulations to my brother because those two are in a, an argument for a long time. Well, that guy's a real scumbag. Yeah, Let's yeah true. But I, I was happy he gave his uh, his brother props. You know that that's always good to see. But uh, yeah. I know he is. But, Alexander's um, not a good person. Let's be honest. <laughs> but um, but yeah, Fedor man. What can you say? I was really happy. Beautiful in Moscow. With a crowd, uh, you saw Khabib very happy. He was, <laughs> he mm -hmm. was ringside, cage side, I should say. So uh, yeah, I was really pumped to see that. And when people really try to, uh, to to act like Fedor's nothing special, man. Or, or sometimes on Twitter, it's crazy, man, to me. You know, also saying like this fight was. Uh, how do you say that? This fight was um, that it's not real, staged yeah. or something. It's like what the hell, man? What are you talking about? So, uh, but I'm happy Fedor won, man. You know, I'm a real fatal friend. I'm not going to put that anywhere that I'm not because people know I am. Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, the uh, co-main event, that's the other fight I did watch. Sage Homa mm -hmm. defeats Vitaly Minikov. You know what? He was winning the fight before the stoppage, which surprised me. I got to be honest with you. Minikov just didn't look that good. He looked slow in this fight, I guess. Yeah. 
someone was just kind of out pointing him. And then basically what happened was I think his finger broke or something. And he called, I want to say he called time. I can't, the referee called the timeout, but mm -hmm. I mean, he had an injury that I guess he could have fought through, but he made it obvious that everyone saw it. Again, if it went to the corner in between the rounds, he could have got the finger put back in, but because he, it was during the middle of the round, they call it a finger injury. But again, I think someone was winning anyways. He was plus 350 and looked good. Any thoughts quickly? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if I told you this already, but crazy to me, last time I saw an interview from Said Soma, and he talked Dutch. I was like, wow. But the guy's uh, apparently is from Suriname. So he can talk Dutch. And uh, I mean, surprising win for me, to be really honest, man. Didn't expect that Luke really good in the fight. And uh, he, he was he was up on the scorecards in my opinion, you know, against Minakov, and uh, that that's big, you know, because in my opinion, Minakov, that only fight he lost against Congo was also very controversial in my opinion, which he could have won, and this was really good, well done by Soma. So I was really impressed with that. Um, yeah, maybe we have a new contender in the heavyweight division. I don't know. We will see, man, in Bellator. I mean, but how good is Minakov still? You know, yeah, no, for sure. Measure. I don't know. It's tough to say. Um... But yeah, he's a young, he's a younger guy. Uh, just quickly, Usman um, Nurmagomedov. I mean, if I was a joke, you know, the, my, the odds were a joke. I'm looking at the odds, guys. He was minus seven thousand, minus seven thousand. I I can't think of a bigger odds ever in MMA. Like this is bigger than Cyborg. That it might be the biggest odds ever. It could be. The, the fight was a joke. Why would they match these guys up? You have a guy who's undefeated against a guy who's lost more, basically more than he's won. Marcel, this fight was a joke. I'm sorry, but. I know they wanted to get the guy a win, but you could have given someone at least more competitive. Like you gave Fedor kind of a tough fight. Kokov mm -hmm. had kind of a tough fight too against this Sharaf guy. Wins the split decision. Any thoughts on that? Man, Tokov, I still say it, man. He is probably, uh, if he stays healthy, if he can fight, if he can get more uh, frequently fight and not with the, what do you say that with the issues with Pfizer? Uh, with um, he can be champion in the division, man. He's really good, in my opinion. And Sharov Dovlatmorodov is a good fighter as well. So I wasn't yeah. surprised that it was close. I want a split decision. I mean, I really like Tokov. You know that. I, I've been really high on Tokov for over for over six, seven years, maybe more. Right. He's, he's great, you know. So um, I hope he can be more consistent with uh, with his fights, get for more fights, and uh, maybe he gets to a title shot soon, you know. Maybe he gets the winner against Musashi Vanderford. It would be great if there's nobody else. No doubt. Um, let me get these comments, guys. Uh, Tristan said, would you guys rather see Tokov fight Musasi or Vanderford? Um, uh, I think that fight's booked, right? So they're not going to change it. But I think he probably should get the winner, I guess. Wouldn't you? That'd yeah, be fair, it's, right? it's not officially booked, but it's going to book it. And Vanderford deserves it, in my opinion. So I don't have any problems with it. You know, let the winner fight Tokov. That's all good. CM, CM Hawk thinks Usman's got a padded record. I think it's a little padded, too, I'll be honest with you. But he's really good, too, right? You, you, you so. know, CM Hawk, you got to see it like this, man. If you... For example, with with Dana, always when you always hear Dana saying in interviews, "Yeah, we actually uh, normally we are not uh, really uh, looking for you guy for you because you are uh, twelve and, and five. That's not the record we're looking for." And then you see on the record the five losses are against solid competition, but he takes the guy who's thirteen and zero and who fought like ten zero, guys zero. who are zero zero. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you pretty much go through you those fighters are like i pat my record because then i got seen by those bigger organizations yeah. so that's pretty much it and i understand he's in bellator right now that's what i'm saying he's had like three or four fights now why is he fighting but, scrub still come on yeah why is michael page fighting uh <laughs> this guy uh till he's 38 before he fights lima you know what i mean certain guys they want to build very much you know and I know. Tell, honestly man usman Nurmagomedov, what i've heard is that he wants to 
keep working in Bellator, uh, getting his record better and get to the UFC lately. That's what I, I, I get it, but it's just like this guy, his he was coming off of a loss. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't even coming off a win. They couldn't have found someone better. The guy's 11 and nine, Marcel. Mm-hmm. Minus 7,000 guys. That's a joke. Come on. <laughs> that fight didn't need to happen. Let's be honest. CM Hawk, people forget Pride was the top organization while UFC wasn't. It's true. Like newer sure, fans don't, yeah. don't realize that. Me and Marcel know that, but. But they also, don't. you know what really pisses me off always, man. When we say that, believe us. And if you don't believe us, go watch it, but don't yeah. go with discussion that it's not, that you're saying it's not true. Yeah. Because you don't know about it. Listen, man, if I don't know about something, I'm not going to discuss it. You know yeah. what I mean? When yeah. I started watching MMA and it wasn't, uh, I didn't have the knowledge that I have now. I'm not going to discuss about something from 10 years ago that I had no knowledge about, you know? But yeah, no, I, I agree. All right. Um, let's go to uh, Contender Series because we'll talk about the, the contracts rewards. So go yeah. through the card here. We'll start with the uh, the first fight, or sorry, the, uh, the main event. Johnny Parsons defeats Solomon Renfro. So this was a close fight, guys. I mean, it was super, super close. I don't really have a problem with the decision, but I would have definitely signed both guys. I think it was that close. And Dana White just didn't seem interested at all in Solomon. He's like, eh, didn't really do it for me. He's gushing over Parsons. Like, I thought they were both pretty much equal in this fight. I thought they were both good, and they should have both been signed personally. But I did think Renfro won the fight. I I think I slightly edged it for him. But I I didn't have a problem with Parsons getting it. Do you remember anything about that? What did you think? Yeah, man, you know, sometimes Dana's an idiot. We all know that, you know, and Renfro, Renfro won that fight, in my opinion. Didn't got the win. Okay, Parsons got it. It was a close fight. He signs Parsons. Why the hell you don't sign Renfro? You know what I mean? I don't understand that. And uh, that, they, that he signs Parsons, I have no problem with it. I'm happy for the dude. He's uh, syndicate MMA. Uh, I, I like how he fights, you know, so uh, no problem with it. But, man, Renfro is so talented. Yeah. You know? And it was a close fight. I think he won. And the thing is, uh, you gave, uh, I think he gave uh, Candelario, he gave yep. uh, a contract while he lost, while we also also thought he actually won. Why can't you do that now? Because he didn't think he won. That's the difference. He thought Candelario won that fight. He thought that Parsons won the fight. Yeah. He said that, I watched the post-fight, he said that he thought he won. So that's why I didn't necessarily agree. So, and again, so, Dan, so also Dana shouldn't be a judge. No, right? he shouldn't. And I'm, if I'm Bellator, I would sign this guy. I would sign him yeah. anyway. Yeah, if he wants to come to Bellator, not want to try to get that's the thing. Maybe he'll want to stick around and see, like, if he can be like Kayo and get a second fight. Now, let's go to this Mm -hmm. next fight. Piero Rodriguez beats Valeska Machado. Really good fight. Very, very good fight. Both girls should be in the UFC, Marcel. Machado's clearly better than a lot of the women on the roster right now. She would, she would beat uh, Maria Oliveira easily if they fought. The girl that just fought. I, I think she was good. I think it was a very close fight. I'm fine with the decision, but it was close. What do you think? Yeah, it was, was, a, was a good decision. It was a close fight indeed. Much closer than I would have expected before. Um, funny thing is, I was looking uh, was looking on Flaska Machado on the Instagram, and I couldn't find her, man. I was like, why can't I find her? And then uh, I saw on Topology, her nickname was Tina Black. Yeah. Uh, so I went to Tina Black, and then, and then I could find her. It was pretty funny. Um, yeah, it wasn't, uh, wasn't a bad fight at all, you know? And uh, I think uh, Piera, Piera Rodriguez... Uh, she deserved to get signed. No problem with that. LFA champion, you know. And I mean, if you were an LFA champion, you got like 90% the chance you got signed by the UFC. If yeah, you they love their LFA chance. Yeah, they and, I, mean, I mean, they are good, you know, so I have no yeah. problem with it. This girl, she's she's definitely gritty and tough. Again, it was a very yeah. close fight. I, I, I'm i okay with the decision, but you got to look at the scorecards. All three of the judges had different rounds scored for her, but she still mm. won unanimously. That's very rare, to say the yeah. least. A uh, couple more fights here. We'll talk about quickly. Kyle Barral, if he's Jesse Murray, gets the contract. Look great, obviously, Marcel. Weight um, class up. Pardon? 
upper weight class. Yeah, it was upper weight class on short notice too. So he looked good. Gets the deal. Armin Petrosian defeats uh, Calvin Kolev. Um, yeah. This fight was amazing, and this guy's striking is fucking incredible. I mean, you talk about a, a, a technician on the feet. That's what this guy is. Pinpoint what? striking with massive power. I cannot wait to watch this guy fight the UFC. True. I am I am drooling over the prospects of him going to 185 and fighting uh, Michelle or uh, Alex Pereira. I think that uh, fight would be amazing. I think he should go to 185, though, Marcel. What do Adam. You think? Yes. Yes, but he will be in trouble against a good grappler, I feel. I think so too. He did show like some good get up ability in this fight, but you know, I think if his opponent had more gas, he could have held him down longer. Um, but it looked decent, Marcel. It looks like it's improving. I oh, will yeah, say that. Sure. And he, yeah. listen, I, I think this guy uh, fought at lightweight or featherweight before earlier at kickboxing, you know? That's crazy. And he's, he's, he's a brother of uh, Giorgio Petrosian, legendary yeah. kickboxer. So, um, yeah. It's, I uh, like this guy. I'm glad they signed him. He's, he's going to be a yeah. good fight fighter for the UFC. Finally, Pedro Falcao defeats James Barnes via third round TKO. Terrible fight. Um, very, very boring fight. And the guy gets the finish, which I thought would give him the contract because he got the finish, but it was a pretty competitive card as far as you know giving away deals go. And Dana White just said he's like, I wasn't impressed with the guy, he didn't impress me. Dana White doesn't like guys that are he doesn't mind grapplers, but you gotta like finish the fight. You know what I mean? Like you don't want he doesn't like guys to delay into the third round, like that uh what was the heavyweight guy? The uh the guy that was from Kuniev, yeah. Remember the same thing, third round finish. And Dana's like, ah, he didn't impress me. So it's just fucked because it's like you're using good strategy to win the fight, but you're not impressing the boss too. So it's like it's very difficult. That's what makes the show, you know, so uh, you know, Adam, unique. Yeah, yeah. I hate to say it, but I kind of agree with Dana on this one. I mean, I wasn't impressed either. So yeah, it was a boring fight. And honestly, I thought Barnes did a little better than I thought for a guy who's yeah, like almost forty years old. So yeah, I you know I know the guy was upset by it. He I think he stormed off right away. That does suck though, being the only guy out of the five that doesn't get signed. Like you know, you know they're all sitting there in the chairs. <laughs> yeah, that concept kind of annoys me, man. It's like uh, uh, big bosses coming. Uh, let's uh, line them up and let them hope we get a contract next to each <laughs> other. And if we don't get a contract, we are rarely pissed off and we are going. Over. It's just so stupid, man. You're not talking about. You're not talking to five year olds. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like it, it's really. It's not really my cup of tea about how they do that. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's just me. I agree. All right, let me get these comments. We got like ten minutes left here. Kevin says Kayla is only minus three thousand versus a random lady. Minus seven thousand is absurd. Well, I would say Taylor's better than some random lady, but you're right. I mean, let's be honest. Like Kayla's gonna win the fight. <laughs> Marcus, what are your thoughts on? Yeah, it's some of this. You want to be in roof of the UFC rankings? I like to see UFC go to computer generated rankings system like college football. That is interesting, Marcus. I I think you've mentioned on the podcast before. I still feel like the best way to do it is for Dan, uh, Mick Maynard and Sean Shelby to give out their own rankings. I'm tired of the media rankings. I don't agree with them most of the time. Um, Ioana being removed, it was 18 months of inactivity, which I'm fine with. And, Me too. you know, that's that's a pretty fair number, I think, 18 months. Yeah. Um, you know, because guys are out a lot of time with a year off, they get injured or whatever. But 18 months, a year and a half, that point, it's, it's I'm fine I, with it. So I honestly don't understand the, the fuss about it, to be really honest. Um, yeah. She doesn't want... She doesn't want to fight contenders. She only wants to have title fights, you know, and she's not in line next. So uh, she's only blocking other contenders at this moment in the rankings. So if you don't want to fight, take her out of the rankings. If you want to fight again, put her back. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm with Somewhere. you on that. I, I mean, yeah, listen, obviously I like Yolanda. She's an amazing fighter. Ah, we all know is, that. Sure. We, all, we all like her. She was a former champion, very respected fighter. But, you know, Marcel, it's just like, at this point, she doesn't fight. And mm -hmm. UFC is just kind of tired of her kind of, probably dictating like when she fights and 
Anyways, the rumor is she's going to fight next March. So it'll be a two-year layoff, which is – it's kind of – it's longer than I thought. I mean, that fight was a war, Marcel. It was, but, yeah. you know, um, I'm surprised by that. i got to be honest with you. Um, anyways, talk about uh, – we've got a couple other comments here. Daniel says Daniel is all, all over the grid on Contender. Yeah, it's true. It is true. Once, one week he signed an extra guy to, to spite DC. That's funny. Justin Toffel got rescheduled to next year. Daniel Wake Contender Series. Damn it. He did he? That sucks. That, I, I would probably take a fight in the meantime. That's a long time to wait, you know? So I, I think that's a good idea, CM Hawk. Um, I don't know what you think, Marcel. That seems like a good yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He was supposed to fight uh, Armin Petrosian on uh, last week's card. So Right, right, right. Um, he's got a couple other comments here. And he was, he was Chase Sermon's fighting next. I don't know. No I mean, Chase has been pretty, you know, inconsistent. And I think he could get caught after losing to Parker Porter. I mean, they might keep him around because he's a heavyweight, but... It was such a bad performance, Marcel. Like, it really was very bad. CM Hawk, what do you think about Sherman versus Lucas? I mean, that's the kind of fight they should do, right? Like, they should do that fight. So, I'd like that fight. Although, I think Boudet would make sense, too. Um, the other heavyweight guy. Who would JJ fight next? Jang. You saw uh, Jang respond to her first fight back. Maybe JJ sparked to wait longer. Maybe. Who should she fight? I mean, I still thought the Marina Rodriguez fight was great, but it's not happening. Yeah, sure. That fight made a lot of sense to me. Um... I don't know, Mark. So, I mean, I, I feel like the division is going to be a lot different in five or six months, guys, when she comes back. You know what I mean? Like, this sport moves really fast. So, could be some new contender coming. The UFC might be like, you have to fight one of these newer girls to keep your spot. Like, who knows? But Toronto is a great fighter. So, she'll she'll be competitive, I think. Um, CM Hawk, does Ali want Usman to fight Canelo and Izzy because Kamzai is coming up. Usman is getting up to their niche. Maybe. Wants to get his guy paid. That's what it comes down to. Early prediction for Evlov versus Tapuria. Man, what a fucking fight. But, I mean... It, you know, I, I love both guys, but Tapuria is really something special, I think. I probably lean towards him, although I obviously have to think about the fight more. But any thoughts on that? I mean, not yet, man. Uh, very difficult. Yeah, it's really early, know. um, uh, Tristan. Like, I just I did the story today, that's why I even thought about it. It's just that you know, he's been so impressive, Tapuria, in my opinion. Like, he's been very impressive, but so is yeah. love, quite frankly. The only thing is, I just keep thinking of that stupid fight with Nick Lentz, man, where he. You know, looked really bad and won a split decision over a guy that retired a few months later. That does bother me a little bit, Marcel. I gotta be, gotta honest. be honest, should have been unanimous, but it's just, that's true. I, I agree with that. But you know what I mean though? Like it, it was more competitive than it should have been, you know. Yeah, so. true. I agree. Anyways, um, all right. Any other questions comments here? Keep chase, we need heavyweights. I don't know why is that, is that is that you, Dana? Keep chase, we need heavyweights. <laughs> Dan, Daniel Edwards is actually Dana White. CM Hawk, I don't <laughs> We, I don't like Ige is getting another rank guy ahead of him because Ali's very good at his job. <laughs> Clearly, Ali's good. I didn't know Dan. Did he win his last? He lost, right? Or did he bounce back? I can't remember now. I know he fucked Korean Zombie. Didn't he? Can, yeah, he lost. Yeah, yeah. The Z- so I'm surprised he ended then. Didn't Emmett win against Burgos? Yeah. yeah. Emmett's on a three fight win streak. That's, that's kind of a weird. I wouldn't say weird but because they're both ranked, but I think Emmett was, supposed... was supposed to fight Arnold Allen, I think. So. On that oh, that was supposed to be the fight, and he's taking yeah. a short notice. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I think uh, Egypt got the fight because Arnold Allen couldn't make it. So. Okay, well that makes sense then. There you go. That's your answer because I'm looking at it too. I'm like, what the heck? So, yeah. Um, we got these other comments here. <laughs> By the way, what the heck? Mike Hack posted that. So shout out to Mike Hack. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I wish the UFC went with Rose versus Sparza, Rose versus Esparza two and Jang versus Wong two. Me too. Yeah, Workers, but they can still do those fights in the future. But I do think they would have made more sense personally. It just made a lot of sense. It made a lot of sense. It's like sometimes it makes too much sense that UFC overthinks it or something. They're like, no, we can't do it. It makes too much sense. <laughs> you know, we got to make something that doesn't make sense. Uh, John says, not a question. I wonder who the next big free agent drop to the UFC will be. 
probably AJ McKee, I would have to guess, right, Marcel? Like when you when you say because he's, he's talked about it. I'd say Roberto Soldich. That's a great fighter too. I mean, they're both really good. So yeah, um I, I think either of those guys would make sense, but I, I would I would say for me, AJ McKee, although again, I don't know how many fights he has left in the deal. I just know that he told Dana White he wants to fight in the UFC. Like he's he's made it very clear um that yeah, he loves Bellator, but the UFC is the UFC I mean, is what the dream is for most fighters, let's be honest. With you, it's know? it's so painful, you know, for Bellator to hear a guy who is like probably know. the next big thing saying, like, I want to fight in the UFC. That just sucks, you know, for a company like Bellator who wants to compete with the UFC, you know. By the way, the, the uh, I can't wait for Don Madge to fight on, on uh, Wednesday. That's awesome, man. Eh? Yeah, man. Yeah. Why was he guys he cut from the UFC? The guy was awesome. So well, it's issues is what I've heard. But, but how come he can fight here now in the yeah. States? It doesn't make sense. I don't know. CM Hawk, what happened to the Asian guy that destroyed Alex Casera Singapore? Wang Guan. Did destroy uh, who? Wang Guan. What happened to the guy? I have no idea. He's still on the roster, but he hasn't fought for like forever. You see the guy? What is his name? Wang uh, Guan. Oh, the Wang Guan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't he win Ultimate Fighter at China? I don't I think. I think that's somebody else. No. Okay. Let me check here. That's he Wang Bichang, was... I think. Wang okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, and there's like not like, even if you look up the guy, you type his name, and there's just not much that comes up. Yeah, he hasn't fought in four years. That's really strange, eh, Marcel? Isn't that weird? Yeah. That guy has a win over Shane Young too. That's so weird. Great question. Um. There's a lot of guys. Sometimes I like I've watched this sport for a long freaking time. Sometimes I'll look back and. Some of the cards that happened a few years ago, and I'm like, where did that guy go? Like, what happened to this guy? And I wonder sometimes, like, have these guys passed away? I honestly wonder that because no one's heard about them. From, I'm not saying this guy, but a lot of some older guys, Marcel. You remember know? Martin Buschkamp? No. Who's that? Yeah, he was supposed to fight on the Hamburg card, a German-Brazilian guy, 11 he and He passed 0. away? Never, no, no. He never fought anymore since, like, oh, okay. six, seven years ago. Yeah, it's so it's so crazy. Um, why was match cut? I, I just these issues. They couldn't get him a fight, and they released him. So I don't think it was like a, a cut that like they didn't want to keep him. It was just that they couldn't get him a fight for some reason. Two hundred sixty pound walks Dana White's office. Uh, Dana White, we need heavyweights. <laughs> that means if me and Marcel did a, did a tour at the UFC Apex, he probably signed both of us to fight in the newly created uh, super heavyweight division. <laughs> uh, Marcus Williams, who are your leading picks for twenty twenty one male and female fighters of the year? Great question. I haven't even thought about it yet, to be honest with you. I haven't even thought about it. I mean, right now, Usman has won two fights by knockout. So if he wins against Covington, it'd be hard to go against him, I think. And for women, um, geez, I mean, Rose won her belt back. She defends it. I think she'd probably win it, you know. But Amanda's also won a couple of fights this year, too. I, I would lean towards Rose and, and Usman, though, I would think. Two of Trevor Whitman's guys, or girls, I should say. Any thoughts? Uh, yeah, Usman, if he wins against Colby. Yeah, and uh, female could be Shevchenko as well. Yeah, Shevchenko too. Well, any any of the champs. Well, I mean, quite frankly, Kayla Harrison could be, but you know, again, she's fighting just not good competition. Also, yeah, Gon Gon's up there too. I agree. Tim Hawk, what happened to the Asian guy with the uh, crazy name? I can't remember uh, the guy's name. It, I, just, like a I, just DM, I just DM you on Twitter. What's his you, What's his name? How do you pronounce yeah, this guy's name? Yeah, you 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 pronounce it. I want to hear it. <laughs> Check yes. your DM on Twitter. Kara Mulele, my my Atitu Hati, I think. Uh, it's a really hard one to pronounce. Very tough. Remember we talked about this, and I was like, I want you to pronounce it first. Anyways, um, don't know what happened to the guy, but hopefully uh, no he gets on next season because a lot of the Asian fighters are fighting tomorrow night. Uh, we'll talk about that card tomorrow. And also next week. Are, yeah, 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 the last two weeks. That's it, 10 weeks. All right, Marcel, let's, yeah. uh, let's get out of here. Plug your stuff, let's go. 
Big Marcel24 on Twitter and Instagram, MMADNA.nl, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. That's it. There you go. You guys can follow me on Twitter at MMAdamMartinPodcast, MMAoddsMaker.com. It's our YouTube channel. Um, we're on Spotify, iTunes, all those places. You can find me at BJPen.com, MiamiNews.com, uh, Bookies.com, eFantasy, Lead Sports Spending, and the All-Star as well. So a lot of places I'm around. Just hit me up on Twitter anytime you want to. I love talking about the sport. Tristan, last comment here, man. Adam did hear UFC 271. Might be in Canada or Seattle. That's close to me in Vancouver. That'd be sick. They, uh, this is according to Aaron Bronson. We talked to Dana White. He said it's either going to be Seattle or Canada. Apparently, the Raptors are playing that night, so I don't think it's going to be Toronto. So it looks like it's going to be Vancouver or Seattle. But I think but, it's going to be Seattle, honestly. They have a new arena. It makes sense. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern. Away.